Speaking of floating on air, mm-hmm. my first buy is Mascots Trucking Kids. What? Bull enough alert. My last sale is Chuppa Chup Rappers. <laughs> You're looking vibrant, relaxed, youthful. Thank you. Yes, I, I, um, I don't feel any of those things. But <laughs> Neither do I. I don't look at... Where, 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 where... Oh, God. We've gone full nuffy. Timothy. Hello, Christopher. How are you? Very well, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm comfortable. Yeah. More yeah. than anything. I'm very comfortable as well. In these new digs, the new yeah. surrounds. You, we, we always say new studio, who dis. Who dis. It's really the same studio. It's, it's just, just a different yeah, location. Just different parts. and. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm uh, Trey Comfortable, so thank you very much. No, you're welcome. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you. Hello. Uh, and hello, hello to everyone. Hello and welcome. YouTube land. Uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> Hit the button. Just the button go. that's going to come go. under the button on the bottom corner. Now, you'll see why we're so comfortable mm. and relaxed. As you can probably tell in the tone of the voice too. Because we are just, we're not in a prisoner of war camp anymore. No, last time we were um, held hostage and <laughs> didn't forced, look good. forced to read out lines. No, it didn't look good, but it, I feel great. Me too. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming. How have you been? Very well, thank you. Yep. Um, you know, not not a lot's happened since we last recorded in terms of um, a little bit delayed. The, just the day to day. Yeah, look, we were, you know we very busy. We got busy schedules and um, March was a bit of a write off month for me. Yeah, um, but we're here, and that's the main thing. That's what counts. Yeah, no, it, it is great to be here. Um, you know, gather round has passed. Yep, been gone. Uh, we'll discuss that a little bit later on. Dive into that, um, but before we do. Get get into everything. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I do need to get something off my chest. Please. I'm in a good mood and a bad mood. This is a safe space. I I, I have a lot of safe space friendship groups. Well, I like to think I do. Mm. Um, one with my lawyer and accountant in has not been a safe space for me. Okay. So to start the week, so um, I'm massively off them and will be looking for <laughs> replacements for them. So they kind of put me in a bit of a bad mood, but I figured I owe. Lots of people, apologies. Okay, let's, um, let's hear them. So, first off, I'm going to apologise to the highly, highly intelligent South Australian supporter base of the Adelaide Crows. Mm-hmm. I, got you, I got it wrong. Yep. I said uh, your list was nowhere. I'm, I'm in the um, same bandwagon there. I, I, I didn't believe, but now I'm a mm-hmm. believer. There's only one team. There's only one team in South Australia as far as I'm concerned right now. And you know what? Congrats to you. You deserve it. I'm so <laughs> happy for you. Um, the competition's better when Adelaide are good. When they're yeah. up and oh, flying, absolutely. it's good for the comp. Yeah, I love watching Tex Walker just just dominate. Like it's mm. so good to watch. He's yep. so much fun to cheer for. Yep. So that's apology number one. Okay. Who you were kind of with me on that one? Yeah, I am. Yep. Yep. The next one is to Collingwood. Oh yeah, what happened there? I got it wrong. I said that you couldn't win the flag. It's unsustainable. Where, 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 where? Have you changed your opinion? Can Collingwood win the flag? Uh. Or are you doubling down? No, I'll double down if you lose a prelim, and I'll go, <laughs> I'll go, I'll go, I'll go hard at a few people who just pop up in my DMs, mm. who I don't speak to. Look, if I'm a friend of yours, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying me. Where no, I'm no, friends, generally speaking, yeah. Generally speaking, if I'm a friend of yours, right? Poor Adelaide lose. Tell me to go. Tell me where to go. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's banter. That's that's banter. That's part of it. Yep. If I don't know you, <laughs> if I don't talk to you on a frequent basis, 
like I've got people who I went to school with who I don't really have any interaction with. Mm-hmm. People I've just seen in passing. Mm-hmm. People I don't follow on Instagram who follow me. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Don't reach out to me. I'm not a celebrity. Well, I suppose... Thanks for watching that, the show, by the way. I suppose... Yeah, I was going to say, I suppose <laughs> the uh, flip side of that is, you know, they're, they're listening to the pod, they're watching the pod, so yeah. they refill... Um, they refill orientated, but... So I think they orientated. have every right to um, to pot you um, if they listen. So if you're listening, <laughs> feel you. free to hit Chris's DMs and just uh, give the, it to him. Yeah, thanks for the download. Um, but yeah, so apologies to... Yeah, that supporter base as well. Another highly intelligent. That's group the Collingwood of supporter base. That's yep. the Collingwood supporter base. So yep. apologies to you. Yep, um, accepted. Yeah, uh, moving on. There's more North Melbourne. Mm, the shin now, boners. The shin boners. I would like to apologise to your vast, vast majority of members. Yes, you've got um, a very proud, passionate, and extensive membership list. I got you wrong as well. Mm-hmm. You're not completely irrelevant. You're still somewhat irrelevant. Um, on the weekend, you sort of proved my point, but they started off okay. Clark, the Clarko effect. Clarko, I would say it's more of the cheesel sheasel effect. Yeah, the cheesel. Oh, he's going to be a player. Gee whiz. I tell you what. And here's the get, get your boo birds ready, get your jeers ready. Mm-hmm. All of these North Melbourne fans who are still yep. upset by Jason Horn. Boo! Here comes Horn. Boo! His own supporters are booing him. Boo! No, they're not. <laughs> if you're still upset about that, you honestly need to look at your priorities. I don't think. Is it really North supporters that are still? Is it not, sorry, I North supporters are. booing? No, I reckon there are North supporters who are still upset by what transpired. Look, they probably is, they should be over it now because they've got. Um, the Cheezel, she's better than Horn who's Francis. Probably going to be <laughs> who's a genera- better than him. generation player. Yeah, literally. Um, plus, you've got they've got Wardlaw, who we haven't seen yet, who was picked exactly. four. Like, I think, yeah. I think they're, I think he they're done okay. I don't, look, I don't, I, I don't follow the North. Um, you know, the socials or the what, big footy, uh, the big. I don't, yeah, I don't follow the big footy and what's happening there. But I would have, I'd be surprised if they're still upset about it. Yeah, um, I know some of them are. I suppose the some bigger, of them have been in my DMs too. Mm, Oh, all three of them. Yeah, <laughs> zing. Um, yeah, look, I, I don't know. The booing started when Collingwood played Port, so I like to think that Collingwood probably set the agenda there. Yeah. Rightly or wrongly, probably Just wrongly. Fine. He probably knows. But it's now coming. it's a bit of a copycat slash thing, but it's 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 theatre, it's footy. Who it's, gives a it shit? It is. It's, it's a, here's the thing, right? What's, the, what's, what's so good about the NBA as a product? It's drama filled. It's, it's not. A, it's not just a sport. No, exactly. It's, it's always entertainment. Yeah, it's, always it's like the happening. WWE. Correct. AFL is our biggest, as in Australia, is our biggest sport. It's our biggest like spectacle. Yeah, there is drama. Yeah, exactly. That's why they. That's why we have these, you know, documentaries about the trade period, and we mm. have all these different shows. If anything, we should be amping up this stuff, not trying we to adding to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not trying to hit it on the head. I think. That's why Kane Corns is so good at what he does. Well, Kane Corns, according to David King, um, on first crack I was seeing it, basically blamed Corns for starting the whole Hornet drama. Probably. I mean, and, he now he's, and now Corns is on there pleading for everyone to stop booing. It's like, well, don't, don't pour petrol on a house, set it alight, and then complain <laughs> about the flames. <laughs> you, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you started this fire. Yeah, exactly. So at some stage you've got to take ownership. But um, anyway. Yeah. 
As I said, it's theatre. It is. We've got one more apology. One more. Let's let's hear it. I think you know. This is a joint one as well. Yeah, well, look, I'm probably going to save my one for a bit later on in the show, but I I know where you're going. I'll say it now. Mm -hmm. To the St Kilda Football Club, their beautiful, beautiful supporters, Mm -hmm. some of whom I'm very close with. Closer than most, yeah. Closer than most. I apologise from the bottom of my heart about the jokes about your lack of premiership success, the jokes about your lack of relevancy, mm. the jokes about just your overall cringiness ever mm. since they did that weird, oh, when the Saints go marching in song. Yeah, that was weird. I apologise. Fair. Ross the Boss has just come in and revitalised this nothing list. Gave them CPR. That Gave them CPR, got the the vaults up to 4,000. Boom. <laughs> and they're back. They are back. Knock, knock. Who's there? Owen. Owen, well, they've lost the game now, so they're not. No, Owen, but Owen. Um, they're still equal top of the ladder. Or actually, they they are top of the ladder. Yeah. Um, so, okay. no, I, I'm going to save my thoughts on that for a bit later on. But, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a well-deserved apology. Yep. So... I just need to get that off my chest. Fair, no. It's people good. were, people would say, people love doing that. If you notice that, what's that? Not a lot of people like to put their bacon on the line. No, that, but they're but they, quick to they're quick to smack anyone who does and gets it wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's welcome to the the dizzy world of podcasting. Welcome to the, I think the dizzy world, just the dizzy world, just the dizzy world. Okay, just the Jason Gillespie world. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, well, no, I, no. It takes a big man to apologise, and um, and you've apologised there. Yeah. So, all right. So that probably wraps up our little mm-hmm. intro. And I guess yeah. what we can do now is we'll uh, we'll throw it over to the late news with Sandra oh, Sully. Here she comes. Ten's late night news with Sandra Sully. We begin with the signing of keeping you informed, keeping you involved, keeping you in touch. Australia's most established late news service, the late night news with Sandra Sully, weeknights on ten. All right, headlines. Max Verstappen, Max Verstappen. Take, takes his first ever Australian GP win amid a massively drama-soaked, I would say, oh, yeah. um, race, which saw eight cars fail to finish and the race finishing under the safety car, which is rare, rare as hen's teeth. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was, a, um, it was a crazy race. It was. Did you watch it? I watched the last half. Okay, that was... That was a pretty much the yeah. oh, the whole race was the whole was race just, was nuts. Was lots going on. Yeah, um, you were there, correct? Is it e- is it easier or harder to tell what's going on when you're actually at the track? Like, were you just like, what is happening? I'm or? so glad you asked you asked that question. So, so I went Friday. Yep. Friday in my is my Christmas day. Mm-hmm. That is the best day, which is just practice, right? So it's practice one and two. Yep. But it's like a little little like ritual now that mm-hmm. Caitlin and myself have started. Yep. Always go Friday. There's always good bands on, a little yep. festival set up. Yep. Are the crowds not as hectic? Crowds are not as hectic because it's still a Friday. Pretty, but still pretty heckers. Yeah, still, I think it was like 150, um, oh, give a, or take. That's a pretty big crowd. Yeah. 120 maybe. Yeah, it's still big. Take some mail off it. But uh, yeah, it's a great day. Yep. Uh, it rained. It's It sunned. Yeah, okay. we laughed, we cried, we danced, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was bopping to the old Jungle Cats. Okay, new and another new band I'm I'm into now. Mm. Hello and I welcome the Jungle Cats. The, 
tested the ACL probably a little bit too much with yeah, the old um, really were having Rick a Flair dancing moves. Yeah. Uh, but Sunday was my first actual Melbourne GP race. Okay. Now we found a really good spot. Uh, we were kind of on the back the back straight between corners eight and nine. They have what's uh, what's called like track radio, mm-hmm. so it's not the it's not the F one commentators you hear. No, it's, but it's, it's two dudes in like a local sort of like this kind of setup, kind of this this sort of setup. You know, calling like Bundura versus Altham. Yeah, um, it's like and just and you just tune in on your. No, they've got speakers on the along the fence, so oh, you can right, hear it. Okay, okay. When I say these two guys, no offense to them, when I say these two guys had no idea what was going on at the end. That is the biggest understatement ever. It so was who a, are they? Why are they employed if they don't know what the hell's going on? Well, see, the problem is, is they're like, on this week, they're, I reckon, I don't want to say D-grade, you know when you say D-grade celebrity? Yeah. They're D-grade media. Mm. I, well, I mean, this is a international, probably the biggest event in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, arguably with the Melbourne Cup and AFL Grand Final of the year. Mm-hmm. Multi-million dollar, maybe even a billion dollar it, industry. They should have been more switched on. Maybe we just get two people who know what they're doing. I don't understand why they couldn't. Well, I mean, it's probably like the broadcasting. You can't just blare that. No, the, but if, uh, well, that's why I asked about uh, how aware of you what's happening. If if you uh, if you're relying on two peanuts, yeah, um, trying to explain it to you, and they're not doing the job, then it's, they they did not do their job. Well, then. Because there was a lot of like. Or this is happening, that's happening, we think this. And it was actually starting to get a bit... Because um, it, was, it, was it was a long delay. Mm. So what happened was there was a red, there was a red flag. Yeah. A second red flag. And so the corner one at uh, Albert Park is a chaotic corner. And basically what happened, once the red start the red flag restart happened towards the end. There was like a couple of laps and all, everyone, all these drivers, right, who are in not great teams mm. are basically like, we've got a real opportunity to score real points here. And they've just gone into that turn, another like three or four cars. Have yeah, collided. it was chaos, yeah. And then there was, a, there was, uh, there was talk that it may have... It may have just the race is just going to end what it was before the crash. Yeah, but then they and then there was going to be a they didn't know, mm. and so to answer your question, in about thirty minutes of talking, <laughs> they had no idea, and we had zero idea. Which made you had no idea. Yeah, right. I had to rely on a mate of mine, big big refill, big refill fan, Chris in Chris in Heidelberg West. G'day, Chris. Yes, love yeah. love Chris. Yes, he, he he he's desperate for new merchandise as well. He's been bugging me for ages. Yeah, well, we need to get onto that. Actually. Yeah, we will. He, he was he was texting me and providing me updates when I'm there. Mm. I can smell the petrol and the burnt well, rubber. Feels like that feels like an opportunity, then, doesn't it? For us, well, not for us, but just for like, we might know if, less than those blokes. No, exactly. I'm not saying we, we're uh, if if one experts burning stretch, but if. If you're at the track and you don't know what's going on, that feels like an opportunity for the, the organisers to provide some sort of... They need more TVs. More TVs or yeah. whatever it is. Or even like have a radio, like have a bloody Have thingy. a good radio. Or have something you can dial into and yeah. listen to and have experts telling you what's happening. Yeah. you should. They should get the, the TV coverage. Mm. The TV coverage is unbelievable. 
Yeah, exactly. So they should do that because that's what the TVs are showing. Well, you got the F1 app. Just put the app on the screens. Yeah. yeah. So honestly, the most crazy batshit race. Yeah. Like we came home and we watched it. Because you didn't know what the hell it was. Well, because that's the thing is because <laughs> we can only – we couldn't see a TV. Yeah. We were close enough to a TV to see it, but it was just – we weren't – Yeah, you're, you're flying blind, so to You're speak. flying blind, basically. Yeah. yeah. But I will say one thing. So it started off pretty crazy with uh, the two Mercedes jumping ahead of Verstappen. And see, we're basically getting the cars as they come around. Yeah. And you see, you go, vroom, vroom, vroom. And then once Verstappen, like – so he had a bad start. Yeah. Once he chewed him up, you should have seen the gap he put on them. It, that car is like, it made the rest of them look like my It's a spaceship, my isn't sport, it, compared to the other ones? Yeah. Honestly, made my, my Sportivo like, <laughs> look like my Sportivo was out there. Yeah. yeah so, it's amazing how much of a gap Red Bull have put on the, the rest of the field because um, yeah. yeah, as long as they stay on the track, he just wins, right? Correct. And the George Russell has been... Very adamant that they're hiding pace as well, which is would seem like a weird thing to do. Which I, I, I guess you. So what does that mean? Hiding pace is in so Red the, Bull are saying they Red Bull can go quicker, but they don't want to. Yeah. Or? So 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 the thing with the Ferrari, right? Ferrari cars really quick. Yeah. But they don't have the engine re- reliability, so they don't actually they don't crank it up. Yeah. So you know, if you and me went for a kick, right, and you're fifty meters away. Yeah. I know my my knee and hamstring while I could comfortably kick 50 metres in the past. That's, no, you just know it's not worth it. The engine roll reliability is yeah, not there. You, you're going to, you, your leg is going to rip off your body. Basically, so I, I'll, I'll say Tim. <laughs> so come, I'll kick it from 30. Come 30 metres closer. <laughs> that basically is, is what he's talking about there. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, the car can go this, but in order to keep their engine reliability. So Russell's just, saying Red Bull's hiding. Yes. Jeez. Yes. Yeah. And... He's saying, yeah, they're probably going at like eighty five percent because they're like, well, if we're gonna, we know we're gonna win at eighty five percent. So why go? What? Why would why, we? Why put the car in jeopardy and yeah, crank it? Yeah, okay. So and people say this is like people saying, ah, oh, this is kind of ruining F one. But like Mercedes did this for like eight years. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it was like a guy called Lewis Hamilton won like eight in a row. Exactly, and it was that was more of a joke than what this is mm. because you didn't have battles with the mid the mid table teams mm-hmm. which we have now so i think f1's actually in a great space yeah like, swings and roundabouts it always people you know climb and fall and yep. teams come and go and you know mm-hmm. red bull won't be on top forever no no they won't so yeah it was a great day uh despite the confusion at the track we and despite finishing under a safety car which was a bit disappointing yep i would have loved to have seen a you know one one rate one lap race but not to be Fair enough. Yeah, not to be. Uh, moving on, because that took us about four hours to get through, thanks to me. Uh, <laughs> Spain's John Ram wins his first green jacket after taking out the 87th Masters Golf Tournament at the Augusta National Golf Club in Augusta, Georgia. I don't know why I put that in there. Ram beat Brooks Kepka by four shots after the American failed to hold on to the lead he had for seemingly the entire Tournament. Mm. Yep. Um, it's a win for the good guys, isn't it? This one. Uh, live. Not, not that we like to give live any free promotion. They've actually got a tournament in um, in Radelaide. Yeah. So he was there. He was he was at the the Collingwood St Kilda game. 
Oh, yeah, night. I did see them um, cut to him. Yeah. And everyone's favourite, Patrick Reed, sitting mm-hmm. in the crowd by himself, stock standard. No one <laughs> wants to sit next, next to him. It was a weird Masters. Weird yeah. Masters, because the weather just affected it so so poorly. Well, the weather seemed to affect a certain group yeah. more than... Like the later group got affected more than the early Some, group, right? Yeah, d- depending on depending on it was one of those things, and this is like, yeah, this this is not taking anything away from from Ram. No, because Ram, Ram was Ram's a cheat code. Yeah, and but there were some players who who you know just had their tournaments just derailed. Cam yeah. Smith was one of those. Yeah, basically, what happened round one? Super soft, no wind, and it yeah. was like a. It's a sh- it was a shooting gallery. Yeah. But then the next day just was a... The trees were fo- literally falling. Trees literally falling. How no one got here. Yeah, no, that was actually crazy. That, that is... Because the galleries mm. are... I think if it had been a nicer day, oh, the galleries, is, there would have been... That is... That's would have been grim, grim to think about. Yeah, so I think the fact that the, um, the weather was so bad, it turned people away, yeah. which is... Uh, Lucky for them. Lucky for them, and yeah, that just it literally took it literally made the course, mm. and the course is already it's already pretty hard. <laughs> it's, already, it's already pretty hard, and it just made it almost impossible for some players to play. Yeah, so guys were got if you literally hit it on like one part of the green, a double bogey. Yeah, like it was a forget about, it. and that was even like Ram. Ram yeah. even had some of those. Well, Ram had a four sh- uh, four putt to start the whole tournament. Yep, double bogey. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was crazy. I was so happy to see him win and not for the live. No, look. Because I like Brooks. I actually quite like Brooks Kepka. Yeah, I think, um, and I will speak about this a bit later on, but he, I think, um, did himself no disservice in the full swing doco on Netflix. I think he, I think he probably helped his brand quite a lot. I did, yeah. I think he was pretty, you know, I think he got to see the real side of him, the human yeah. side of him, so... Um. Yeah. By no means was I, was I rooting against him, but um, was well, cheering for him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I love. I love John Rahm. Mm-hmm. When he won his last major, he got mangled because he likes to party. Yeah. Right. And was hitting golf balls off concrete in the middle of the night. <laughs> at this massive party he had. And I was like, "That's a man." Yeah, that's good. That's a that's a like, real love man. Love to hear right that. There. Love to hear it. Yeah. So I can only. And he, here's an, here's another here's another insight into the man. So mm-hmm. he wins the Masters. Yep. Uh, the next week, which was this week, we had the RBC Heritage. Yep. Yep. He committed to playing that. Yep. Ages ago, and people were like, "Why don't you pull out?" He goes, "Because I committed to playing it." You know, kids may have. There's kids there who bought tickets to see me. Wanted to see me. Yep. He goes. I think it's only it's only right that that this tournament has, you know, the Masters champion there. That's, Great. That Great is a attitude. man of integrity. Great attitude. It is. Love it. So very happy for him. I love watching him because he's not your typical. No. Like, he's not your typical golfer. Cool, you know, level-headed, calm. He lets it fly. Yeah. He's uh puts his heart on his sleeve. Where's his heart on his sleeve? Yeah, um, on his green jacket sleeve. Now it's a green green jacket sleeve. So congrats to the Bowie once again. Can't sink him. <laughs> Can't sink him. No, it was good to watch. Very good to watch. Um, now we touched on this last pod, but it's sort of been an update of sorts, and it's still staggering. Um, Olympian Peter Bowl, who had his um, provisional doping suspension for EPA lifted after his B sample didn't match his A sample. The update is that 
there should never have even been a a sample positive to begin with. Um, they did two independent tests. One was carried out by a doctor at the University of British Columbia. Columbia. G'day to all the students there. Yeah. Um, and four experts, not three, not five, but four <laughs> experts in Norway. Um, and they've indicated that Bowles' A sample and B sample should have been both deemed negative, meaning no ban, no investigation, no mental anguish, no tainting of Peter's reputation. Well, that's so not true. Like, when we spoke about this, we said even if it, even if this does come back as negative, there's always going to be... No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if oh, sorry. Should, none of that should have happened. Yeah, right. None of sorry. that should have happened. I thought, I thought no, no, we, no, it's ha- no, there's going to be reputation. Yeah. No, but that, meaning... My bad. None of that well, should have happened. Well, listen to Chris. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, look, I'm sure Peter's got his own lawyer, but if he needs to borrow ours... Oh... We got we got to thankfully we got two lawyers, yeah, so it'll um, be the lawyer on your side because yeah. I've been mine. Okay, well then um, we we will send him out yeah. to fight because he has been pretty. There's a, there's a word for Peter. It starts with litigation, ends with litigation, <laughs> and the word is litigation. <laughs> now I don't know what he'll do, but um, gee whiz, what a absolute shit show that is! A, an absolute nightmare. It made me so mad mm. because of the fact that you know there are. We're we live in a world now, which is so just like it's so it's so wild with people's opinions mm. thanks to social media and how any any egg can can say something right yeah and it's yeah it can go any any mistruths can go viral which and is, it can, and it, there's always going to be people who are going to say no nah, he 100 percent cheated mm. like the 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 damage that this has done. And to be labelled a cheater publicly, yeah, that's because that's the there thing. was an issue about how it even came out. Like yeah. It shouldn't have even shouldn't come even out. come out, and then and then they discover it shouldn't have even been a positive sample to begin with. Is yeah, it's, it's something, something. There's something. There's something, and you know, I know he does have a lawyer because I was reading something that his lawyer was talking about today, actually. So I reckon there's a, there's going to be a lot to play out in this story because we're we're literally talking about a man who was. You could say maybe Jess Fox. Jess Fox aside, was our biggest mm. story from the Olympics. Super marketable. Yep. Uh, we got the we got the Olympics next year. Just come around quick because of COVID. Yeah, so, unbelievably. You know, he's going to be likable. And he guy. still and he, he still is, and he still is marketable. Yeah. But this is just something that he didn't need to deal with. No, absolutely not. And I could only imagine how angry it made me. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine the mental toll this yeah. whole. Yeah. This whole few months would have taken. Yeah. No. Because he's got to keep training on. He can't yeah. take oh, this time um, off. Yeah, it's crazy. But very happy that or I'm happy to learn that, you know, this Well at least at least well, I I'd be surprised if anyone's jeering him or booing him or yeah. casting just you know, any You'd hope not. I think now he's clean. It's been come out that both samples were clean. Yeah. Hopefully everyone just moves on and gets around gets around him. Yeah, let's get around him again, uh, and hopefully, hopefully in the next Olympics he, he gets a medal because he mm. he deserves it. Sure does. Um, and Peter, we love you. The now we spoke about this before about the potential, but it is now confirmed that the NHL will appear in Australia for the first time when the Arizona Coyotes and the LA Kings play. Preseason games in the 2023 NHL Global Series on September 23 and September 24. Do we care about this? 
oh, this is maybe like the biggest two days of my life. <laughs> okay, right. This is uh, try not. I'll try not to get like emotional about it. That hold it together. Ne- I never, th- I never in my life thought that this would happen. Mm-hmm. There will be a lot of. I'm a, I'm an emotional person. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a big. I'm a big crier. I'm very absolutely nothing wrong. I'm with that. very, very positive that I'll be. Oh, there will be tears when I sort of walk into Rod Laver to see, yep, to see this because that you know it's not just it's not just me. Obviously, there's a there's a, a community in Australia who love hockey, yep, who have had to do things the hard way to follow the sport, yep, or even play the sport. When I first played the sport, I had to go to Oakley in this piece of shit rink that smelled like a urinal cake. Hello to all our uh, hello Oakley to all listeners. our viewers out in the <laughs> Oakley Ice House, and you know nothing was easy. Like I had to, uh, the gear I used was terrible, but like I've just fell in love with the sport. Yeah, that's great. And to experience NHL games and some of the things I've seen, like I feel very lucky in my experiences in hockey. I will never forget. And this will be this will be another one of those. So, so, are we confident they can get the ice? Just really yep. solid ice. They're not going to be any little no, no, softy, melty, no, icy. The ice will be fine. Okay. So, basically, the NHL plays a lot of outdoor games. Mm. So they've played in uh, LA. Yeah. Um, they've played on. Uh, well, I suppose if you can get ice in LA, you can do it anywhere, right? Get ice everywhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but and hello to, to all our Oakley <laughs> listeners again. <laughs> Nelly. Um, <laughs> so basically, there's a there's a company that that specialises in this. Yeah. Right. So they they're the ones who are doing it now. All of their equipment is going to be shipped from Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello to British mm-hmm. Columbia once again. Yep. Now that they that's going to take three months. So they're probably uh, getting they're getting they're they're looking at it soon. They're probably on their they're probably on their way. So, are tickets on sale yet? They go on sale. Uh, yeah, they're on sale today. Have you've already purchased? I've already got them. Yeah, yeah. Both both games. Yep, they went on sale at three pm today. Yep. So, uh, so yeah. So I've got them. I'm going to be at both games, uh, which is yeah. It's hard. To, it's hard to really. No, I'm sure you'll. Uh, it's it's going to be, and it's right in the middle. What's that um, prelim final weekend? Don't get. <laughs> no, no, but I'm just yeah. saying, like that's a big. My boss, if it's going to be a massive, massive week in Melbourne. Yeah, it is prelim, prelim week, I believe. Yep. So um, that'll be uh, that'll be great. Yeah. So looking forward to it. And if you're someone who doesn't really like the NHL, whatever, it's hard to watch on TV. I get that. You have the opportunity to go to this. Worth a look. It's 100 percent worth a look. This this is one of the best games to watch live. Yep. Uh, one of the teams is no good, but there's a big Can potential. I guess that would be the Coyotes. Yeah, yeah, but there's a huge potential that we will get to see the number one pick from this year's draft. Great, because the he, Coyotes would have that pick. Yeah. yeah right. He is, when I say, let's say, let's say Connor McDavid is the best player in the NHL right now. Yep. He's your Nick Dacos, mm. right? This is your Harry Sheasel. Okay. These two, these two, and this guy Connor Bedard, his name is. He he may he may even be better. Awesome. Well, definitely so, worth a look for the casual fan. For the casual fan, yeah, you're not going to see the you're not going to see the best of the best, but you're going to see some very good. 
players potentially. So and look, and the next time they come out, maybe Sydney, maybe no, it's going to be Melbourne. Always, always Melbourne. I was just going to say, get, like, just get it, get amongst it if you can, because no. you never know. Next time they'll be back, but no, it'll be back in Melbourne. Okay, it won't be going <laughs> there you go. Else. There's an exclusive. Yeah, refill exclusive. Yep. <laughs> I won't allow it. <laughs> Um, all right, the NBA playoff picture is complete after the NBA play-in tournament was uh, run and done. Um, the Western Conference saw the LA Lakers and the Timberwolves of Minnesota advance, um, whilst in the Eastern Conference, Miami Heat and Atlanta Hawks went through, um, and the Heat stitched up the Bucks game one. So, wow. um, And the Lakers won their game one as well. So... Um, I reckon the play-in tournaments are – I was a bit sceptical at first. Now, I was going to say, um, where, do you, where do you – I'd love to know where you stand on it because I'm, I'm not – I'm, I'm, I'm a, a I've, I've become a believer now. I think it's a nice little added wrinkle. It's, it gives interest into what otherwise would be who cares about the seventh or eighth seed. Um, and it gives opportunity too. Like, so as a Thunder fan, mm-hmm. you know, th- this young group of players got to experience their first play – we'll call it playoff, but we'll call it post-season – Pressure it, games. Yeah. Pressure pre- games. Oh, that was pressure games. Um, yeah. And so I like it for that, that aspect. And I just think it's exciting. So um, yeah. I'm all for it. And I wouldn't be surprised if the AFL uh, look at it in the next couple of years either. Well, I feel like, I feel like most big sporting organisations are have well, always wanted to do it. Well, it's added revenue. Yeah. It's added... You it's, know, a, it's, it, a money, it you an extra, it's a money yeah, printer. It's a money printer. It gives you extra games in the fixture. Yeah. It's it's a bit of a no-brainer, to be honest. Yeah, and I feel like most sports are kind of walking away from the traditional pre-season. Yeah, and I think, as you said, I think they've wanted to do it, but they have sort of not sure how no it would work. No one wants to first. But with NBA have proven that it works. Here's, yeah. a, here's the structure. Here's the system. Uh, I think you'll see it in plenty more sporting codes to come. Yeah. It, um, I got to see my Raptors, mm-hmm. which is the first time I watched them this year after their opening game where they yeah. beat Cleveland. Yeah, and how'd they go? Uh, not good. <laughs> no, um, they're in a bit of a transition phase. The they are. Is, yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I. I mean, I don't want to seem miserable because I don't want to be like one of those people. Like, you know, oh, the tenth seed shouldn't get into the get into the playoffs. But like, if you finish seventh and the tenth seed is beating you, I don't know what the numbers are. Yeah, that's on you. Mm. Like, you've got this. You one game. Show up, yeah, exactly. Simple as that. Well, if you don't show up, you 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 are going to get you're going to get rinsed well, in the class now, anyway. Now you go into the season knowing that seventh seed isn't guaranteeing your playoffs. Exactly, it guarantees you a chance at playoffs. Yeah. So you just, I mean, you, the mentality's changed for sure. Yeah, but uh, I mean, any any league, any way leagues can add revenue. I'm not going to say no. Exactly. Like, good on you. Yep. It's a competitive market out there. It's a competitive market, and everyone likes money. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, wrapping up, nine games across three venues over four days in one state. Gather round. Gather around it. Oh, a festival of footy like we've seen, like no other we've seen before, with all 18 AFL teams competing in South Australia, one of the most beautiful states that Australia has to offer. Mm-hmm. And the AFL and the South Australian government have come to an agreement to add another three years. Yeah, so, so the round is done. It's round be done. There for I think few everyone, years. everyone who was there was just couldn't stop going on about how great it is and what a success <laughs> it was. Everyone at home, 
Um, no one gave a shit. <laughs> Look, I think it was oh, it was great to watch. Um, I don't think it was too different to just watching a normal round of footy. I think, I suppose my point being that I think if you're actually there amongst the vibe, it's obviously a festival atmosphere. Mm. Um, so it sounds like it's, it's a great one for tourism and a, and a great weekend away if you're looking at, at a weekend away. Yeah, because like, why else are you going to Adelaide? Yeah, well, well, this is true. What do you think, I'm a little bit 50-50 here, what do you think about it being locked away in South Australia straight away after one go at it? No, I... Here, here's my here's my opinion on it. So it works really well with rugby. Mm. Rugby games, forty minute, forty minute halves, short, sharp. Our games, thirty minutes, time on, quarter break, yeah, half break. It just it just feels like a magic round or whatever you want to call it is geared a lot more to a a, a sport that's structured. With a time like rugby, so yeah. well, I mean, gather around's here to stay. No, no, no I'm, I'm not saying they shouldn't do it. I'm just saying, for, for me, we, we don't feel like it. We don't feel like it's a festival, obviously, because we're not there. Yeah, I think you have to. It seems like you have to be there. Well, my question though, sorry, is what about it oh, being yeah. in Adelaide? Yeah, should, no, should sorry, it be in I was, Perth? Gonna, I was going to get there. Should it be in? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so here's the thing, right? People say, well, why was it in Victoria? We got all the stadiums. We have, gather, every, we, we have a gather round every we week. We don't need it in Victoria. <laughs> we have like six games Victoria every week. Victoria should be the last place to have it. <laughs> I don't think it should be in WA. I don't think it should be in Adelaide. I think it actually should be in New South Wales. Uh, see, I reckon no one would turn up. You reckon no one would turn up? No one would turn up. Imagine Fremantle North Melbourne at GWS Stadium oh, on a Saturday. Can I, Who's going to go from Sydney? Can I just say... No one's going to go. Can I just say... GWS Hawthorne. Yeah, oh. that, that's my point. You can't. And it was exciting. It, it has, ish game. It has to be in a footy heartland state. You can't have it in a developing market. I just because no one will rock up and it'll look empty and it'll look shit and everyone will be yeah, talk, talking it down. Anyway. I think. I think it needs it. I I would have liked to have seen that Perth have a crack at it. Uh, I get the geographical. Um, logistical shit show that might have been. You it, know it what? is probably a bit from a time far away away. As someone who as someone who was just there, I we, every time we go to a place, we're there for I reckon a day, and we're like we're moving here. <laughs> uh, I oh look, I love Perth. It's a great place. Yeah, the only you know the you know what the issue would be, uh, or it's obviously the time. Yeah, yeah. If let's say the time was two hours, I reckon I reckon they would have got it. Yeah, for me, it feels like the locate. Like it just feels like it's just a bit too far. Yeah, to just a little bit, just a little bit further Whereas, away. Uh, Adelaide's probably in that sweet spot from you know, traveling from Perth to Adelaide, Melbourne, yeah. Adelaide, Sydney, Adelaide. That's all pretty, pretty central in that regard. I would have, but I would have liked personally to have seen um, give Perth a go at it, mm. give Hobart a go at it. As I said, do it in a couple of footy heartland states, not Melbourne, and then from there go right. Clearly, it's better in South Australia. Clearly, it's better here. Yeah, but. You know what worries me about there's the a lot Hobart? of behind the scenes stuff as well. Weather, obviously the the wet. The, we well, had. I mean, it absolutely hosed down in Adelaide Saturday night. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel that's why I feel like it, it kind of it kind of just uh, it was like a uh, for me because the weather was crap. Some of the games were just real crap because of it. Yeah, like. Perth, Perth weather is twenty five. Yeah, well, as, as I said, I, I would have, I'd love to see it in Perth before we made a decision. Yeah, like, but, 
And you've got the you got this new state. I know Adelaide Oval's not old, mm. but this Optus Stadium. Yeah. How many how many casual AFL or not casual AFL AFL fans, but like people who are passionate AFL fans, and they say, "Oh, I, I can't wait to go to Optus Stadium." Yeah. But it's so hard. Yeah. That's a great opportunity to get people to this unbelievable stadium. For sure. Guarantee you, it would be able to hold up. Oh yeah, the, the yeah, surface absolutely. And like yeah, those games in like. You know, Mount Barker or Norwood Stadium. Look, it's all part of the festival atmosphere, as yeah. I was saying. I think that's why it was ex- it was deemed a great success if you were there. Um, but yeah, look, can we talk? Um, can we talk about the, the the mayor of Adelaide or the premier or whatever? Yeah, you got a lot of airtime. Like, I'll tell you what, I'm, he's not making my sell this, but he was close. <laughs> like the just mayonnaise, this guy just that dripped out of him all weekend was yeah. just excessive. Yeah, well he's a politician, I suppose. Yeah. Like he plays he plays amateur footy. Where's the number two hundred and six or something? Why not? Does he? Because he he couldn't kick to save himself. Oh he couldn't get a kick in it. He, <laughs> he almost got a sell just for his kicking action alone. He, I know, he couldn't get a kick in a dojo. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. But like the the announcement post, um and I hate to do a lot of shout outs, but shout out to to David down in Kerr Lewis. Mm-hmm. He he pointed out like his press release after it was announced. He's carrying on as if it was the Olympics. Yeah, there's one weekend of footy, mate. Yeah, as I said, I think. Yeah, I just think. Um, Good job, patting you on the back. Yeah, you made it through. And look, we'll see what they. You know, they said that this is what we were able to do in three months. Imagine having twelve months to turn it around. Well, let's see what they do next year. Let's yeah. See how it's bigger and better. And um, yeah, look, I'd honestly, I would, I'd like to get over there. So um, yeah. You know, maybe Rex Airlines, if you're listening. <laughs> Come on, we've got a new joke corner to, to <laughs> We've got a joke segment that's just begging to be bought. <laughs> uh, but yeah. uh, no, look, yeah. Uh, I think I think the one other point I was going to make about that is I think next time it, I get why it wasn't a showdown because why would you have a showdown when you're going to fill out games anyway? But it yeah. does give those two teams a extra home game. Um, yeah. So imagine a showdown to kick it off or to end it would be pretty off. It would, off and you know what I thought? I thought as I was as I was like suffering through like some of these games, like the Brisbane North Melbourne game. Mm. Like Jesus Christ, grab me the IV bag, please. I was like, I was like, why can't they make every? I know not every game is going to be great, but let's say uh, GWS isn't great. Mm. Make them play Sydney. Like, yeah, but then, I, but then as I as I came to that thought, I was like. AF, there's no world where the AFL is going to be like going to take a no. You're costing revenue when that yeah yeah. So, but I, I, and I get that. But I, and it's a, and that's the reason why they didn't play the showdown in this round. But yeah. I think in terms of I mean the anyway. fixtures are already pretty compromised. So anyway, anyway yeah, well done to Adelaide. Um, yeah, good stuff. Port, no great win. Mm, Show, yeah, shown, win. We've shown a lot of heart the last two weeks. Yeah, you can't you can't deny we haven't shown heart. No, I don't care about. <laughs> Well, there you go. There's the uh, the headlines. Sandra Sully. This is the uh, pinnacle. This is the pinnacle of any episode. Yeah, that's really all we have going for us. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from our looks, <laughs> it's the only thing that keeps people coming back. Yeah, yeah. What is it? It's the stock market. Tonight we're going to be talking about the stock market. As a, really, a woo. 
the stock market. I was just trying yeah. to figure out what the hell was going on in the stock market. I'm in a festive mood, so you can go first. Oh, thank you. <laughs> My first buy is the St. Kilda Football Club. Oh, that is going to make some listeners happy. I was... R- <clears throat> I was... R- <laughs> <sighs> you can do it. You can do it. <sighs> Deep breath. I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. Um, no, all credit to him. I have been look. Happy, a lot of it's been a lot of it's been tongue in cheek, obviously. But what I will say, why I'm buying them is because it just goes to show. Look, they made a courageous decision late in the oh. piece <laughs> to get rid of yeah. Brett Ratton. It was detention late. It was, and um, almost too late in terms of not not being able to have a senior coach weigh in on trading and recruiting, etc. Mm. But they rolled the dice. They made the courageous decision to do it, and it's and it's paid off. So hats off to them for that. And what it does show for me, it's like, just goes to show if you get the right coach in there, mm-hmm. and they can install the right method and mentality, then any club can be transformed pretty quick. Yep. Um, so, and it just I look, you know, I I love Ross Lyon. Um, I've said that before. I just think he's. You know, he's one of the best coaches in the comp, and the fact that he was—he does look like he's changed. Yeah, absolutely. He does look a lot, a lot more relaxed. A lot more relaxed. I think he's—you know—he's like anything. He's been able to step out of the bubble for a couple of years, get a bit of perspective, yep, um, and step back in. And it's a new generation too. You can't with you know yeah. with your your Gen Xs, your Gen Ys, your Millennials, your whatever. your Gen yeah. Zs, whatever the hell they are. Right. You, you can't. You can't bake them anymore. No. It's pets and it's empathy and it's all that kind of stuff. But um, I've loved – and, like, their list, again, I still don't know about it, mm. but it, it's proven it doesn't matter if you've got the right mindset and you yeah. get everyone in, um, you know, Doing this in the right Max direction. Doing this Max King as well. Max King, Steele's been out. A lot of outs. Um, they'll play finals, which yeah. I just – and, and, again, like, yeah, hats off to them. So I was wrong. Ross was right. At the start, of, uh, we were sort of like, "Hang on, we never, de- we never doubted Ross. No, we never doubted Ross. We never doubted Ross. We what we I doubted still, was their their, their list, list maker and why he'd take that list on. And I've I've mentioned Ross Lyon in this regard before. I've compared him to Doug Collins, the NBA coach, where yeah. he gets an immediate response out of a group in the first one or two seasons, and then that that candle flickers and burns real quick. Yeah, and that, and yeah. then so I think. Again, Ross has proven in his first year, bang, straight away, he gets an immediate response. Is the list good enough in that first two or three years to, mm. to get to the promised land? We'll see. Maybe they become, maybe they get a big free agent in the offseason. Maybe. Maybe. So, Who was the last big free agent they got? Dougal Howard? Probably Dan Hanabry. He went, went well. <laughs> his body let him down, I think. He's, yeah, that's probably saying it. Uh, so, look. They've got a couple of good young kids. They've got some great young kids. Like Owens is great. Owens is Machido. I love watching Machido. Yeah, Machido. Kaminti, Northern Knights prospect. He's he's good. Um, Philippou. Philippou. Philippou's going to be a freak. Yeah, he's already and he's yeah confident. I I love it. So yeah, good on the Saints. Um, Yeah, and uh, hats off to them. And I think they'll play finals. And if they can keep up with they'll play finals. Yeah, they they'll definitely play finals. And um, if they can keep up with this method, and they don't. You know, the the only worry would be if the young players start to get fatigued. But let's see yeah. what happens. They get they get some soldiers back throughout the year. So absolutely. Can can we just take a small pause for a second and mm. talk about the draft? 
how good this draft looks already. Looks like it's a super draft. It does. Like this Jinbi from mm. where he, he's not eighteen. No, <laughs> no, he doesn't. He is he's a, a cigarette machine with a yeah. sidestep. Yeah, and had a lethal left foot. Yeah, he's good. Um, then he's Bailey the Bailey Humphreys from Gold yeah, Coast. From Gold Coast, yeah. looks the a player. The Molly Mauler. <laughs> um, we've already talked about the Cheezel Sheezel. Um, as I said, we haven't even seen Cabman. Cabman Wardlaw played yet. his first game on the weekend. Yep. Um, I'm not going to comment on that game because I didn't watch it. I fell asleep. And I'm just really hoping, I don't think it will happen, but really hoping Ed Allen plays his debut game in Anzac Day for Colin because he's looked yeah. amazing in the VFL as well. I think it's a great draft. Mm. Really yeah. solid top 20. Yeah, so uh, the, the game's in such a super... It's in, it's in good it's in, a, it's in a great spot. Yeah. Yeah, good first buy. Uh, I said to you over the weekend, I've been pretty poor in the stock market in the last few episodes. I felt you felt like look, I, I that wasn't a criticism I had, but um, no, but self reflection is usually the best. I'm really good at self reflection, so I'm pretty happy mm-hmm. with the lists I've got today. Okay, well let's hear the first one. <sighs> first one, I'm buying Daniel Ricardo F1 seat scenarios forward slash tinfoil hat theories. Wow, okay, fit that one in your Instagram post. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck to our social media manager who should be happy because her St Kilda Saints have had some love in this episode. Sure have. So, remember when I said Ricardo to Red Bull, he'll be back in the seat in no time. Perez will struggle. Yeah, are you still, have you changed your tune? Uh, Perez hasn't struggled. No, Perez is. Perez looks pretty locked yeah, into that. If, if not for a bit of a mishap in the... Um, mm-hmm. Qualifying lap, he would have been right up there. Yep. Now his old team in Alpine, mm-hmm. right? Now there were there, there were discussions with him there during were. the off season. There were. They ultimately went with P- Pierre Gasly, who's mm-hmm. French, who's French, good fit, great fit. Now the other driver, who's also French, mm-hmm. Esteban Ocon, mm-hmm. struggling. He's struggling. He was the reason for the crash in mm. Melbourne. Mm-hmm. The first race of the year, he had the worst race I've ever seen a driver have. He had like 85. <laughs> that's saying something. 80, that's saying something. Like that Russian dude. Because I watched drive. Nikita Mazepin, like, <laughs> not, like he's driving not as that's uh, yeah. uh, I've seen some bad drivers. Like mm-hmm. Robert Kubica, when he came back, he mind you had a hand issue. Yep. Driving in the Williams at 40 miles an hour. He... Is struggling now. His contract status is a, a. I haven't confirmed it, but I, I think we've proven that contracts don't really mean much. The way Ricardo was less zero from McLaren, and the way that um, uh, what's his name moved to McLaren, Piastri. Piastri. Yep. I think we've proven that contracts. Meh. Yep. Are they worth the paper they're written on? Who knows? Probably not. So the fact that. Like, people would say, oh, no, he's won a race there. You know, he's French. It's a French team. They have a young French driver. They don't need two. No. And these two have history and beef. Right. Which is over a over a young Fraulein. Oh, really? Yeah. So we're not going to delve into that, but... Um, no, but Google it. Yeah. Google it at home if you want. But, <laughs> but basically, these two have known each other, you know, forever. I feel like... The chemistry between Gasly and Ricardo would be strong. They're like best. They're like two of the yeah. I think two would of be the strongest a, on the grid. I think it would be good. Chem- well, yeah. So could it happen this year, or are you thinking next year? No, next year. Okay. 
Ocon's going to continue with a terrible season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricardo just renewed and that history. Ricardo leaving, no, nah. doesn't matter when it was then. Nah. Renault. That's why we build bridges. Okay, very, very so good we don't point. get fucking wet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that's why we burn them so we don't get. That's why we burn them. So, <laughs> well, I mean, he's returned to Red Bull. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, no, nah, look, we're all adults here, so we we're can, all we can adults. handle that. So, I'm very, I'm looking forward to Ricardo being back on the grid. I next hope you're year. right. I hope you're right. Uh, driving for Alpine. Mm-hmm. Well, watch your space. It's already done. Your space. The NHL, oh, wow. the NHL won't go to Sydney, and, and Ricardo wow, is back. There you go. A couple of refill exclusives already. <laughs> um, my next buy is Josh Joshua Giddy. Oh yes, uh, OKC. Uh, point guard. Um, he Bendigo zone. No, I don't think. I think that was uh, <laughs> Bendigo. I think that was Daniel Davis or whatever his no. What's his name? Uh, the guy from New Orleans that got drafted. Yeah, definitely. He's from. He's yeah, the one from Daniel. Well, oh, I can't remember his name. Daniels. Daniel. Something Daniels. Daniels. Dyson, Dyson. Dyson Daniels. Dyson Apple. We got there. Yeah. Um, Dyson vacuum cleaners. Um, <laughs> no free ads. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Josh Giddy. The kid's going to be a star. He's only 20 years old. His first play in game against New Orleans, he dominated. He had 31 he, points. Did he get involved in a bit of the physical? 31 points, 10 assists, energy. 9 rebounds, and also told a bloke to never do that bullshit again. I like that. Um, Who was the player? Uh, I can't remember. He was he's a well-established player. Um, but, yeah, he gave him a little uh, flick in the nads, a little punch in the nads. Perfect. Um, but he stood up for himself. And look, the next game against Minnesota Timberwolves, they locked him down and he had a poor game, but I think that's probably a reflection on how important he is to OKC and, and the amount of work they put into making sure Giddy uh, wasn't influential. Yep. Um, but as I said, for a 20-year-old kid, Olympics next year, he's going to take the mantle from your Paddy Mills and your mm-hmm. Joe Ingles and, and take the lead. He's going to be the oh, future. Ben Simmons, I would have lost it. No, no, no. Ben's Ben. I'm not sure he plays basketball. Anymore. No, he doesn't. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm super high on Josh. Can't wait to see what he does next year in a team that's gonna. OKC is a season or two away from absolutely bursting with all the talent they got. Okay. And uh, the Olympics, as I said, I think he's going to be our main man. Breakout. So watch this breakout campaigner. So great, another great season. Second season in there. Only twenty. Um, hair's got a lot to be desired, but I can't talk. No, no, you can't. But you will anyway. <laughs> now, my second buy is cheat code athletes who don't actually cheat. Okay. Now, I'm talking about... You're talking about your naturally gifted peoples? I'm talking about, and this pains me to say, I love watching Nick Dacos. Oh, he's a cheat code. He is genuinely a freak of nature. Yep. He is... I mean, I, I look, I love him. Like, he's mm. my own child. Yeah. Um, More than your own ch- children. They, well, Close. Not, are they listening? Probably not. No, <laughs> um, no he's one. I mean, I've, to me, I feel like he's not, the exact, he's not the same player, but for me, he's Chris Judd 2.0. Yep. He is just a talent above. Mm-hmm. Um, what he can do, well, he's only played, what, 26 games? Yeah, and, he's, and he's getting, yeah. like, 42 possessions, like, yep, sure, that's just another Nick Dacos game. Effortless. Yeah. Effortlessly. There is a bit of a – some people – and, again, this is social media, we don't care, but there are people saying he's a bit of a – he gets an easy kick, he gets on the outside, blah, blah, blah. I think you're not watching footy properly if you say that. 
Oh, that's you know what that is to me. That's a like that's a cop out. That's a cop out comment mm. from people who are like, oh yeah, well he only gets an easy. He well, plays on from kickouts. Yeah, yeah, okay, but every team has one of those players. Correct. So why is there not someone from each team who's averaging forty two? It's just the way he uses it, right? He, like, yeah. he just he doesn't waste a kick. Exactly, it's goals he kicks. Yeah, the meters gained he gets. Yeah, it's crazy. Every, it's everything. Mm. So this isn't just a buy about him. It's just athletes like him who just burst on the scene and are like they've played for ten years. Just they're they're just genuine freaks. I talk yeah. about my man Victor Axelson. You know, he's the best badminton player in the world. Goat, just the goat. Like he just, it's athletes who are just so. Yeah, good. you love to see it. It's so yeah. exciting when you spot them, isn't it? Honestly. Like, Honestly, it is. I, I think there's nothing better. Yeah. There's nothing better than watching as a casual observer. Like everyone's got you go for a team, right? So, but if you're a t- if you're putting on a baseball game, you're not a baseball fan. You want to watch Otani, a guy who's pitching and hitting home runs. It's the best thing to watch. Yeah, it's great. And like it, you know. You don't have to be a Connor supporter to appreciate a good player in the AFL. No. Or, or you don't have to be a supporter of that team to appreciate greatness. Yeah. Like, I someone. hate Collingwood. I hate North Melbourne. Mm. I have a love affair for Sheasel already, and I've already got one for Dacos. I've already yeah. had one for Dacos. Can he win the Brownlow? I mean, I know his favourite. And I know he can, obviously, but, like, can he sustain it? This is going to be a sustain bold call. Mm-hmm. So what, what round are we coming up to? Uh, so it's round six, yeah. If he has, if he has a big Anzac Day, mm-hmm. and I reckon another, another, another two out of the next three are those sort of games he's been playing. Yeah, I reckon he's uncatchable. <whistles> has he? This is just my opinion mm. on your games. Yeah, I've got him. In, I've I've got him th- th- a landslide three in three of the games. Yeah, I reckon he doesn't get three against Brisbane, but I think the other ones that you're talking about, he does. Yeah, yeah. I think he gets two against Brisbane. Well, that I, I think he's it's, still, he's still, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think, yeah. I'm just, I, and I'm just trying to think who, like, there's other, all the other players in the comp have been a little bit flighty, like Lucky Neal's been up and down. Lucky Neal's been up and Bont's down. Bont's been up and down. Oliver. Yeah, Oliver had didn't have a great game on the weekend. Um, had f- like 400 disposals, but like had zero impact on the game. Yeah. So look, it's. Yeah, as you say, if he can keep this up, it's it'd be an amazing second season win. Yeah. Like Judd won in his third. Yeah, um, I, I I honestly just I honestly just think the the games he's had so far, and based on the fact that we talk about that, and we talk about like Cripps, uh, Walsh, it's obviously mm. just come back. Yeah, there's, there's Tuke Miller. All these like, all these main competitors haven't had a great start of the no, season. No, no, they've yeah. been very except for unless you think Jeremy Cameron can win a Brownlow. Uh, well, I mean, what hurts them there is the fact that they're they're three, or they they lost they, had, they lost, lost their first three lost yeah. their first three games. So, yeah, oh yeah, I think so. He's not your typical like. No, I mean he's Tony he's, Lockett forward. No, but right? he's, yeah, he gets up higher of the ground and he, yeah, and he covers a lot of like a twenty disposal sort yeah. of forward. I think they'd both be worthy winners, but yeah, yeah. Oh, for me, for me, I think Dacos. It's always been a midfielder's award. Yeah. I just, honestly, what he's doing is, and the, you know, if you can have that opinion, yeah, some of his kicks are easy, but it's like, okay, who, like, wh- wh- why is that a detriment? No, it's not. It's just, he's just. If, if you're, 
if you're an AFL player and you can find the ball easily, okay, that's a good thing. All credit to you. All credit to you. If you're kicking out of a pack, hurried as contested, chances are you're kicking it to a contest, you're not kicking it to your forward's advantage. If he's getting the ball easy, he's going inside 50. He's an absolute elite, well, he's just, he, elite user of the ball. He makes it look easy, but his work rate is outrageous. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, would lo- I would love to... He's constantly sprinting up and down the field. I would love to dive into the, the GPS yeah, it'd be, data to sort of it'd see. Be crazy, yeah. Because there are, there are some players right now who are doing, like, the... The coverage is yeah, it's phenomenal. So we kind of thought like Sam Walsh is, was like that top, yeah, top of the line. Like I think a lot of people, yeah, uh, I think they've just gone. Well, that's the be- that's where everyone that's the needs bench, to be. That's where yeah. everyone needs to be now. Yeah. Which is like, oh god, the game's in the game's in such a good, oh, in good nick. It's in such a great place. <laughs> it's a great place. Uh, my next and last buy is Dad Bod Aerobics, <laughs> and what I mean by this is the. I'm sure you've seen it, the F1 um, pit crew warm-ups. <laughs> and if you haven't seen it at home, we'll try, uh, maybe we'll try and post something. But it, basically the, the pit crew do these little yeah. like calisthenic, aerobic Oz-style little warm-ups. Oh, it's, it's horrendously lovable. white. It is. And it's all dad bods just Very trying to stretch out and just – and look, <laughs> I don't know. If I'm the F1, I'm not going to teach you how to. I'm not going to tell you how to no. do. It. I'm not going to tell you how to do your job. But there is an absolute market to sell the workouts as a hundred percent. There is as a, like a a workout video for the portly gentleman. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is. It doesn't look great. It doesn't look great. Doesn't it? Look great. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it is. It's so funny. And it's just like, okay, we, I don't know why they need to warm up like that, but they do it, and it's it's a piss, it's a pisser. It is an absolute. It looks like a piss take every time they yeah. do it, and yeah. I feel like. I feel like they play into it. Yeah, exactly. That's why. That's why. If I'm a mark, if I'm in mark, their marketing, I'm absolutely marketing ampli- shit out of that. I'm amplifying that absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm making a little workout video, taking the piss. Yeah, dead bot aerobics. I love it. I like that. Um, that's a hard one to follow. Um, my last one is Tetris, the movie or the game. Well, the game. Okay, and I'm buying it based on the movie. Have you so- watched? I haven't watched the movie yet. I've watched the movie. You liked it, obviously. Gee whiz, that's one of the best movies I've seen. Well, I'm gonna have to get into it. Yeah, it's one of the best movies I've seen in in a in a while. Yep, it's a very different. It's a very different movie. It's a serious but a comedy. Yeah. Well, I like. I really like the um the lead in it, Joel. Um, what's his name? Great question, Edgerton or something like that. Edgerton. No, nah, it's yeah, it's, I can't remember. I can't pronounce. Is he Australian? No, he's British. Uh. He was in um, Blackbird uh, on Apple as well. Good, good watch if you want to uh, watch something else. But yeah. um, no, I'm looking forward to watching. It's a great, is a great movie. And you know what? Oh, like, like everyone, like I've, I've played Tetris. Mm, same. Growing up, and absolutely. Ever since watching this movie, I haven't stopped playing it. Just on the uh, iPhone. On the is iPhone. It, is it just an old school app? Yeah. Okay, I have to have a look. Yeah, I've just nonstop. Yeah. Right. And. It's like that, watching that movie just instantly. You know, it's like all those flogs after watching the Queen's Gambit when I'm bored. Yeah, chess board. yeah, yeah. I tried to play chess online. I'm like, oh, that's right. I remember why I've never played chess. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to the Ledger Suit Larry um, movie then. Yeah. Because that will... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you... You're probably too young. Did you ever play that? No. Okay. Do you know what it is? No. Oh, God. I just laughed at the way you said that. Well, Ledger, Ledger, Suit, Ledger Larry. Suit Larry is a... Um, it was a... 
let's call it an eighteen plus game in that era of Tetris and Pac Man and yeah. whatnot, where you um you had to sort of navigate your your way through life and get up to a bit of mischief. So <laughs> anyway, I think that'd probably be what's your space in that uh, movie. Yeah, who would who would be your lead your lead actor in that if you were to cast it? Um, it'd be something like. Yeah, it's someone suave, but also a little bit like you know, a bit slimy and sleazy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Probably cuss myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no one springs to mind. Oh, um, very good. Uh, so, selling. Yeah, I need to I've, fire myself up for this. Come on, I've sold this before, but I'm just going to keep selling it until it happens. In the AFL, the centre bounce. Oh yeah. Can we please get rid of it? How? Why it didn't. <sighs> Go at the end of last season is baffling. Why it's still here is baffling. It was yeah. really noticeable, especially in round one. Like it's just it was almost the first the bounce, and it's like recall. It's just uh. such, so anticlimactic. We've talked about how it puts umpires off from wanting to be umpires because they can't execute that one skill. Yeah. I'm coming out the back, guys. Please, no contact. Play it's, on. <laughs> just throw it up. Shut up and get out of the way. It's just if please can we get rid of it. Yeah. Just, I'm begging. I'm begging the powers that be. I know you. I know you listen. Oh. I know you watch on the YouTube's. Can you just get rid of the centre bounce? Honestly, there is nothing worse. Andrew Dillon, please, mate, please, get lefty rid of it. to lefty. As a fellow lefty, just get rid of the bounce. You've got to get rid of it, please. There is nothing worse. Friday night footy, Richmond v Carlton. 85,000 people mm. chomping at the bit, mm. raring to go, ready to scream ball. Here we go. Here comes the first bounce. Uh, recall, come Sideways. back, please. Yeah. All right, who's nominating? <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, we need to throw it up. Throw it up, please. Grow up. <laughs> I've, throw it up and grow up. I've had, a, I've had a gut full of like, and you know what? The. Ones that should be called back aren't called back because they've already had to call back ones that are horrendous. Yeah. So ones that are clearly an advantage to one team but yeah. not super bad aren't getting called back. No, up, no, because they're, they're just so gun-shy about it. Just, yeah. honestly, immature. Get rid of it. Yeah, I've had enough. Same. Good first sell. Bit of a girl. I got worked up there. <laughs> My first sell is six foot five, 125 kilo, English fast bowlers who can't hit 125 kilometres on the speed gun talking shit. Who was who this? Ollie Robinson. Oh, right. Has he been talking a bit of... Talking shit. <laughs> a bloke who dead set wouldn't knock the fluff off a cappuccino. Mm-hmm. Just talking crap. Who's he been talking, who's he been talking shit about? Us. Us, Australia. So you and me and our fellow Australians? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, just just spruiking about how good England is and how good they're going to dominate the Ashes. Well, I remember correctly, he got left out one of the test matches in the last tour. Honestly, a bloke who bowls three over spells because he's so unfit yeah. can't bowl a fourth. Yeah. Talk about talk about a country that gets me worked up more than anything. Yeah, you do. A group of people. You do have beef with the um, United Kingdom. I, it's mainly cricket-based, right? Because they win one, they win one Ashes series in like twenty, and they all get MBEs and knighthoods. They all and... get knighted and all this <laughs> stuff, and they go on benders. Yeah. What, what What do we do when we win the Ashes? On to the next. Yeah. All right. We're, we've got Pakistan coming. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We've got to, we've got to focus on the next series. Yeah. yeah. We might have a we might enjoy ourselves for a night or two, but that's it. 
We don't know where the urn is. No, no. <laughs> oh, it's somewhere around here, isn't it? Somewhere in the MCC. Somewhere in the MCC. It's just look fair. It, if it's if it's a competitive series, yeah, absolutely start talking. That is that last Ashes was one of the worst Ashes no, was, we've sat through. We smashed them. Honestly, we smashed them, and the amount of shit that they're talking, especially someone like that who, uh, honestly, I thought he was an off spinner. <laughs> I thought, I'm like, this is a long run-up for an off-spinner who doesn't well, turn it. if anything, it's added motivation for the Aussies, right? Which is, um, yeah. if I'm England, I'm head down, bum up, and I'm just letting my cricket do the talking. But do you reckon yeah. Baz McCollum is happy with that? Probably happy not. With- no, I don't think he wants any yeah. extra motivation for the Australians. I think, mm. I think he would, as yeah. I said, I think he'd want them just to get the hard hat on, get to work, and just let the cricket do the talking. Honestly, yeah. Ollie Robertson, just a waste of... A waste of space, if I'm being honest. So that's my first sell. Like mm, that, that fired up a bit. I love it. That 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 shit irks me. <laughs> like if you're gonna, there are a lot of bleeps in that in that little section there. But grow up. <laughs> Talk to me when you can. But he's like Andre now. Talk to me when you hit 130 on the speed radar. <laughs> my next sell is, and I don't like doing this, um, but it's Collingwood's unfair advantage. <laughs> How they're allowed to have a third team is beyond me. So they've got, obviously, the AFL team, they've got the VFL team, and then they've got, like, a lesser team based out in Albert and Oval <laughs> over in Port Adelaide. How they get three teams, oh, it's unfair. <laughs> it's an unfair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, of course, like, the prison bar, it, it did... Look, I've never had a problem with it, but it did humour me when... Um, during that game, the Adelaide Crow supporters started chanting "Good old Collingwood forever," pointing at the Port Adelaide supporters. Where are we at with it? What's happened to you? You know very well I sold <laughs> the Prison Bar saga like ages ago. I was saying this to someone yesterday, right? Mm. I'm a Port Power supporter. Correct. Started following Port Power when they entered the league in '96. Yeah, 96. Yeah, 96, 96. Yeah. I don't care for our club's history. Well, it's not your club's history because it's a different club, really. Correct. I don't care. Mm. If someone wants to say how many flags we've won, I still say like 36. (laughs) And how many Marguerite medicines you got. That's it. Shut your mouth. I don't care. I don't like Koshy. I don't care for the black and white. Mm. I'm a black, white and teal man. I just think, look, you know... Because, I suppose it's because I hadn't worn them in a while, but when they were wearing them, it's just, I don't know. I just think it's another fair advantage for Collingwood to have three teams. Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. Thank you so much for bringing this bringing this, <laughs> bringing this, this up, trying well, to get me. I'm already worked up. Well, Holly Robinson well, in my kitchen now. I've got was, this shit yeah, to deal it with. It was a little troll, I'll be honest. Yeah, no, good on you. <laughs> <laughs> I boo, boo. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so over it. Like, mm. I'm so over it from the angle of, Port Adelaide crying mm-hmm. about it. I'm also so over it from Eddie Maguire crying about it. it but it's just Eddie. I, I know, and it's just Koshy. Yeah. They're both it's, flogs. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the two big egos having a bit of an ego. Yeah, that's it. It's just two big egos at a table. Refusing to back down. Refusing to back down, and someone will get knocked out. I don't care if we... I, we could wear witches' hats. Yeah. 
Look, uh, as I said, it's, it was a bit of a troll of you, but I, I did I did enjoy the video of um, the Adelaide Crow supporters singing Good Old Collingwood forever. Yeah, I really enjoyed the showdown. I love watching the showdown. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, like, I didn't go to Gather Round because I was working. If I wasn't working, I still wouldn't have gone. I hate Adelaide. I hate Adelaide. I hate prison bars. I, I hate that. I hate the amount of people that, like, have a go at me. Mm, like it's your... Like it's your decision, yeah. Like, like I'm, uh, like I'm one of those nuffies who bought the jumpers as soon as they went online. Yeah. Like, one supporter jumpers don't really fit me anymore, <laughs> and two, I don't waste money on this football club. Yeah. Like until they give me something to. Till Ken gives you a reason to believe. Exactly. So, yeah. Thank you. For That's all right. That. That's all right. Happy with that. So, my my second sell. Mm-hmm. Is super coach toddler tantrums? Oh, okay. This is directed at you, and this is directed at me. Well, I don't think I've had a tantrum. We, but we're back. We're back playing super. Yes, we're back playing we're, super we're coach. We're both back playing super coach. I'd had a, a probably a four year layoff. I think it was. I probably had something similar. Yeah, we're both back. We're, we're back. both back in, and, and we, we're both. Well, we thought we'd started. Like we thought we'd clocked it. <laughs> we, <laughs> we thought we were cheat codes. We were both in the top. What? Were well, you were like in the top one hundred? I was in the top one hundred. I was. I was. I was like two hundred paces behind you. Yeah. After round one, thinking, and we were like, "This is like, this is." Oh, I forgot how like, easy geez. this was. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot how easy Supercoach was, and then all of the just the mm. everything is just it's turned to shit. <laughs> basically, yep, and like. Every week, there's just some new drama that I'm just having to deal with and yeah, getting I mean, myself upset and annoyed with. As much as I love it, I'd, I'd, I've been quickly reminded why I stopped playing it. Just because, oh, it's just, you know, like I had Jared Witts as a ruck and then he's a late withdrawal. Just, yeah. It just, and you're like, ah. Or, anyway. or, or you trade for Darcy Cameron and then he tears his MCL yeah. or PCL or... VFL, whatever. The curse, it's a curse and they do get you. Honestly, yeah, you think, you, you think you're good. I love it, but I hate it. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, you know, it's an evil. It, it is an evil thing and like... A, I, a beautiful thing. As well. I, 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 at the same time, I love being back into it. But yeah, I'm invested, but I'm like, oh, I why am I invested? I hate that I'm invested. Again? Yeah, same, same. So, I, I'm... It's a good game, but jeez. It, it's a good <sighs> game, but far out. Does it just like put you into a mental pretzel and just ruin yeah. your mood? It, it, yeah, it, yeah, your your mood is too easily dominated by having a good or bad super coach. Yeah, weekend, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, and I thought I had a good one, didn't really. Yeah, I was like two thousand three hundred. I'm like, daddy's back. Daddy's not back. <laughs> Everyone seemed to have scored. Yeah, that. yeah. No, it's so, super competitive, but um, that's why we love it. Yep. That's why. So, we, yeah. That's why we welcome, it, welcome back. Yeah, good. To, yeah, good to be back. Good to be back. Uh, my last sell. It's again it's going a little bit off tangent, which we sometimes do with our last sells or buys. But um, funny ones. Wow, inverted commas, funny. Um, drive through order fuck ups. Oh, now hell. as an old Macca's yeah. burger flipper myself, it hurts me to see the decline in fast food standards yeah. when it comes to just put what was ordered. In the bag, and then put that bag in person's car. Like, uh, like the transaction's yep. pretty simple, right? It's like, so what do they order? Put that in the bag. 
give it to the person. Yeah. The amount of fuck it happens, and I'm not just singling Every out. Every time. I'm not singling out a franchise because no. um, they're all potential sponsors of ours. Yeah. But like it, it happens across the board. I get that the employees. Like, it's hard to find employees at the moment. It's a competitive mm-hmm. market. But yeah. Kids, ones. kids, just read the men. Just read the order. Wake up. Wake up to yourself. Go slow. Take your time. Yeah, ta- yeah. I- I'd rather wait an extra couple of minutes and Easy. not have to turn around yeah. and say, "Hey, mate, you forgot half my order." Yep. So let's lift across the board. Yep. Let's get our fast food standards Agreed. up. Yeah. I could not. Let's get our drive-through <sighs> orders correct. I could not get behind this more. Yeah, if I tried, very annoying, and it happens way too often. I've had a lot of issues. You know, you said, and so I'll bleep it out. I've had a lot of issues with me mm. of late. Every time I go, mm. my order is messed up. Yeah, it's again, it's very frustrating, and it's it's very consistent across the board. It is. Yeah. I ordered a McChicken, mm. delicious. Yeah, here's what I got. <laughs> right, so I've ordered. I reckon. I, I so I used to order. I used to order like a quarter pounder or a double mm. cheeseburger. Yep. No ketchup, no mustard. Mm-hmm. But the problem was, I just kept getting ketchup, mustard. Just kept there. Yeah, they weren't doing it. So I was like. I'm just going to start ordering McChickens. Yep. I ordered one McChicken. Mm. I got a chicken and cheese. Okay, I'm not sure why they put cheese in a McChicken. Doesn't belong there. It's not, it's not what I ordered. Yeah. I got another, I ordered another McChicken another mm. time. Mm. This is what I got. And I swear to God, this is true. And I have people who can verify this. I got a burger with lettuce, tomato, and cheese. That is it. No okay. meat of any kind. I, I, don't, I don't know how that happens. <laughs> I honestly, I was so upset. Yeah, I was it's upsetting. It I is upsetting because rope, you, you, especially when normally you're either hungover or you're just Lee Marvin. Can't wait to eat. Oh, I was Lee Marvin when I got and, that bullshit. And then you just, and then you just like, what? As why is this? What has happened here? But again, we're not, we're not no. singling out any franchises. You're all as bad as each other. We just need to lift our standards collectively. As an industry. As an industry. Industry, you just need this industry-wide. That's all we're asking. Yeah. This last one is going to seem like a surprise, and I don't even know why. I don't even know I don't even know what the root of this is. Well, I do know what the root of it is. It's called family genetics. Mm. I'm selling being bald. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've had a well, tough time of it recently. Yeah, how so? A lot of just... A lot of like looking in the mirror, going, mm. I'm not happy with how you look. Yeah. A lot of, you know, self-deprecating is maybe sort of wearing away at my confidence. Have you thought about no, a toupee? I never get a toupee. Do you know but, why? No. So. Is it because you're so established as bald now <laughs> that if you've got a toupee, people would say, nah. you have toupee. You know what the problem is, right? When, when people carry on the way like I do, mm-hmm. they bring unwanted attention mm-hmm. to themselves. Mm-hmm. So like when poor Adelaide lose, I get abused. Yeah. I just well, I just really get abused actually just all the time. Yeah, it's fair. Could you imagine if I got a piece of shit to pay? Well, it doesn't have to that, be a piece of shit. It can be... It would look there's like... Some, there's some crap. really good ones out there. I would love to see you in like maybe just like a bit of a... Cam Smith blonde sort of yeah, Moulet. Moulet. Yeah. I think you could I think you could pull that off quite easily. I don't know if I could. 
But could you just imagine the heat that would come? It'd be a lot of heat. There'd be a, there would be. T- I wouldn't be able to enjoy it. No, but look, the older you get, the more you you give less of a shit about what people think. Just do you, mate. <sighs> I'm usually really good with that. Just do you. I've just the last couple of weeks, I've just struggled. Mm. Maybe it's like the rain and the the cold. Maybe it's weather. the changing of the seasons. Yeah, but changing of the seasons. But oh. No, look, I just reckon... Not really feeling the love, the bald love at the moment. I mean, well, just give it a bit of a shine, mate, and uh, you'll come back bigger and better than ever. I mean, that's that's that was one social media comment that's hurt me. What's that? I was with my beautiful partner and Margaret River, and we took a very nice photo together. Beautiful beautiful selfie, if you will. Beautiful yes. photo, and someone yeah. goes, you, you shine that head in the, in the ball-o shine. <laughs> See, that's not needed. It's not needed. <laughs> it's not needed. But also, it's, it's probably... Uh, you laughed. It's probably good for Joke Corner. <laughs> yeah, well, there's two jokes for the price of one. No sponsor. So. No, look, I get it. I get it. Um, it yeah. sucks. Yeah, look, it's not easy. Back. It's not easy, but well, it's genetics, as you say. Yeah. So you're selling genetics. I'm selling gen- genetics and <laughs> being bald. But, um, yeah. yeah, talk about a real... Down way to finish. That's all right. We we, we can lift. We we can we can uh, we can round this up. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's the stock market. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't know if you gave me this or I gave myself this, but there was homework to be had off our yeah. off the back of our last episode, which was. was um to watch and critique and maybe provide a few highlights for everyone out there on. Uh, three of the sport doco series currently um, doing the rounds. Yeah, it's gone a bit. It's gone a bit mad. It has. It the has. old. Uh, well, I mean, so thirty yeah, style documentaries. Yeah, and so it's you know, so the three we met, we were mentioning and the ones we're going to discuss briefly uh, today: uh, Drive to Survive, mm-hmm. the OG. Yep. On Netflix, the one that really like it's, it's the one that's kicked it off. The one that's paved honest. the way. Yep. Um, Full Swing again yep. on Netflix, same producers of Drive to Survive, mm-hmm. and season two of Show Me the Money on Stanley. Here comes the money. Um, Here comes the money. So I watched all three of them. Uh, have you had a chance to watch them all? Yes, I've watched all uh, three. So let's start. Um, let's start with Full Swing. Yep. Um, look, the formula is so simple for like Drive to Survive and and Full Swing and these things. It's humanize the the, mm-hmm. You know the sporting talent that you don't really get to see, and give you a reason to follow because you're like, oh, he's actually a nice guy. Oh, this guy's actually this or that. I'm going to follow. I'm going to watch now. It works, and for me, it's worked with full swing in golf. Ever yeah. since I've watched it, I've definitely taken more of an interest in golf and the the, the players that you and saw. the players that we see. And, and I, again, like early in the piece, it's explaining what a par is. Which is like okay, so yeah, we're not preaching to the golf fanatic here. No, we're absolutely not. catering to the the casual golf fan. Yeah, or even just the casual golf for sport. dummies. Well, yeah, it really is golf for dummies. But from there, I think the storytelling of full swing is great. Yep, you, know, you get to meet all your different players. Your Brook, Brooks Kepka, uh, Brooks Kepler, Kep- <laughs> fuck, what's his name? Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka, um, who Brooke we mentioned, Brooke, <laughs> who uh, who we mentioned earlier, but he, um, yeah, like the, the thing that stood out with me for Full Swing is it's it sort of reminds you of the war that these guys go through, not just against each other, but more so with themselves, with themselves both yeah. physically 
and more mentally, psycho- psychologically, like it is, like it is a brutal sport on the brain box. A hundred percent. It's all above yeah. the shoulders, really. Like the the percentage, like the top two hundred golfers, the talent wise, it's such a it's razor thin, razor thin gap. So it's the mental strength yeah. that that um, separates them. So I thought that full swing did a really good job at sort of illustrating that. Agreed. Um, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it as a casual fan. As I said, it's worked. I, I've now started watching more golf as a result. There you go. Um, yeah, what do you think? Any thoughts? Uh, yeah, I liked it. And look, on Kepka, yeah, we're talking about a guy who, for a good, probably two three year period, was money in yeah. majors. Yeah, well, he won like four in, a, yeah, in his first in two like years or something. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, and this and and if he wasn't winning. He was coming second, third, top yeah. five, what, top tens, whatever. Yeah, he was there every major, right? And that's that's very difficult to do. Oh yeah, well, exactly. Just uh, and, and what's happened with him was you know his body because he's a he's a big guy. Mm, he's a big brute. He, he's a big brute, and you know he had all these had knee issues and all this all these injuries. He just couldn't get healthy. Yeah, and I think what you see in what you see in that that documentary is. For the first time, probably in his professional career, a guy who genuinely is like, "I'm, I can't, I can't win." Yeah, which would be very, very difficult. I imagine for someone like him, who has really had almost no issues winning. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, it's just yeah. What's what's the saying about confidence, right? it's, you know, I don't know. There's, there's got to be a saying about confidence. Basically, that's like, yeah, it's yeah, you know, it's when you're when you're in that thing, yeah, you f- you feel like you're never. It's gonna hard lose to lose it. it, and then when you haven't got it, it's hard to get it. it yeah. It's you feel like you're never going to get it back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think him going to live now. I'm not going to speculate. If you put, um, you know, hundred million dollars in front of me, I'm how high do you want me to jump? Like. Uh, yeah, I was in, well, that was the, another interesting part of that whole show is what I liked is how they showed the prize money they got for winning each tournament yeah. because it then put in perspective, like, these guys are earning serious cash. And yeah. then from there, they're like, well, Liv's knocking on the door with, like, how much money are these yeah. guys, like Dustin Johnson, how much is enough money-wise? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what what exactly is going to make you satisfied money-wise? Yeah. Um, I think that was I think that was clever the way they sort of, show that what these guys are actually earning throughout mm. the whole series and then illustrating that these guys are actually leaving for ridiculous it's money. Stupid stupid amount of money that the yeah. PJ Tour can just never compete with. But Exactly. I, I, I mean, it's probably not an unfair act, uh, thing to speculate and say, here's a guy who's seen John Rahm, Scotty mm. Scheffler come along and all these yeah. young players and, and he just can't he can't compete with them in that moment. He's got all this money in front of him and, and he just yeah. goes, shit, I don't know if I'm ever going to be healthy. I don't know if I'm ever going to get back to the winning ways. I'm yeah. probably going to... Yeah. I'm going to take the money and run. Yeah, well, and I don't blame him for that. No, exactly. I mean, it's just the moral side that they have to wrestle with. Mm. Um, the only knock on this series, I, I, I recommend, if you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend watching it. Um, is It's a shame that they couldn't get Cam Smith. Yeah, yeah, it would, it would, I would have loved to have been him great. involved. Would have been great because uh, he was probably the major 
only major player that they didn't really get to mm. feature. And obviously yeah. he, he said no or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, if, if you haven't seen it, full swing, I'd definitely give it a watch. I love Joel Damon. Now, Joel oh, Damon. Oh, he's wonderful. Yeah, he is so good. Yeah. He, very similar sense of humour to me. Self-deprecating. Yeah. Well, you definitely have a beer with him. Yeah, 100%. And like, he's uh, like a normal dude who can just hit the shit out of a golf ball. 100%. And... You know, his his motto is like, Yeah, I'm I'll never be a major champion, I'll never be world number one. He goes, But someone's gotta be the seventieth yeah. best player in yeah, the world, so a, it may as well a, be me. It's a I suppose it's a healthy perspective in that it's never gonna put too much pressure on you, but it's also Yeah. Is he selling himself short? Like if he did have a little bit more swagger, a little bit more belief, could he win a well, major? I think he's clearly he's got the talent. Well, it's it's a it's a it's a funny one. So the tournament on the weekend, he was the leader after round one, and missed the cut. Yeah, I mean, so the ta- I mean, the talent's just there. Like every every guy on tour has got the got the talent. Yeah. Um. I mean, for for someone like him, I think that's a healthy perspective. Yeah. Oh well. It, yeah. Yeah. We're we're talking about someone who um is a cancer survivor, someone who, yeah. who lost a parent at uh, a young absolutely. Of age. I mean, the, and this is the power of that show. The backstory is yeah. I. I you wouldn't know about this stuff yeah. unless unless you watched it. So, and for some people, right? Some people are uh, like these these athletes to get to this level. You have to be, you have to be it. Yeah, every second of every day. Yeah, you have to be selfish. And some people, that's not healthy. No, it's right. Um, and for for Joel, that that's probably that might be it. Yeah. Uh, and so you know that perspective, given everything he's gone through. Probably works for him. Yeah, works for his family. No, look, uh, absolutely. So, yeah, as, oh. a, as a health, as a, as a great, it was just great to see someone like like basically look like seeing us. Yeah, on the on the PGA. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. He he would definitely get into the data aerobics. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I loved it. Obviously, I'm knocking golf. over a we knocked over a vodka and the yeah in between rounds in between rounds and then and qualified for the US Open. <laughs> Yeah, unbelievable, wonderful yeah. stuff. <laughs> so yeah, I lo- I loved it. I'm a golf nuffy, so yeah, no, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, so the next one, show me the money, mm-hmm. uh, season two, which was just the one uh, long episode. Yeah, I it was like a, like a movie almost. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm still unsure how much of the down to the wire deals just in the nick of time. How much of that's Sort of real, and how much of it is is, is sold that way, manufactured? Yeah. Like, I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know if I want to know. To be honest, I, I'm just. Yeah. Here's my understanding of it. Right, is you can say to the AFL, we've got a trade, we've got a trade call. Mm. You have to like log it. Yeah, yeah. But like, you're like, yeah, we're just you know finalizing it, whatever. You can that can go past the trade p- deadline. Yeah. As long as you've like logged it with the AFL and say, "Yep, hey, Western Bulldogs here. We're talking to Fremantle. Um, we just need to log that." Yeah, and like, and then that trade can still get done. Yeah, so but it's, it's like all the the down to the wire. Yeah, no, that's what I'm. Left, that's what like, I'm kind of saying is like they say, you know, like, oh, we've got seconds to do this trade. But it's like you, you really don't. You just call the AFL and say, "Hey, we've got a trade that we need to log before the time," and then yeah, you can yeah, yeah. work out the semantics after. Yeah. Well, look again. That's. Um yeah, it's all part of the drama. Really. Yeah, the tr- the trade period, and it's like with free agency, obviously that that's changed it. Mm. But could you can you remember the trade the two week trade period before free agency? 
how much of a snoozer it was. Oh yeah, it was. You'd look at the, you'd read it on the newspaper the day and say, oh, Collingwood are potentially talking to Brisbane about this, and that's the end of trade news. And yeah, say, okay. It's like, and it's like the two weeks is up, and it's like Collingwood has traded like yeah, they're, they're fifth they're, round been pick like six deals for for this guy that was you know a fringe player, and you're like, it took you two weeks. Yeah, exactly. To what you should. Be I able still to think it goes too long. I agree. But like the but trade all, radio money and all that kind of stuff that they yeah, and it's all all it is is like it's you know it's bartering and yeah exactly. and that sort of a thing. And in any natural negotiation, if you've got two weeks to negotiate, you're going to use the two weeks. Yeah, hundred percent. So I reckon it should be a week. I think a week gives us enough time to. I think a week would be there'd be some genuinely interesting stuff happening all the time. Yep, agreed. Have, um, them, have them all. Have them all at um, at, at Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Like they do. Yep. Um, whatever. Give them a week. You can have the trade radio for a week. You're not going to lose all of the shows and all that sort of, you know, the the, the Mayo media stuff outside yeah. of that. You're not going to lose that. No, exactly. Um, it's just not going to drag it's just on. a bit more condensed. More condensed. Um, in terms of the show, I thought um, Jacob Hopper was great talent. Yep. I thought that, that was surprising. I'd never really heard from him. Yep. He's a great personality. I, I'd like to see him do more media. Yeah, he seemed, he seemed very comfortable. Especially at Richmond, big club. I, I think he's got potential to do media for sure. Yeah, agreed. Um, but the, the clear star of the show was Colin Young. Yeah, um, he is. And as, I don't know if you saw at one stage they had a shot of inside his office and he had two copies of the Wolf of Wall Street book. Yeah. So I don't know if he, if he read the first read the book the first time didn't like the ending and thought he'd buy the book again and try and get a different outcome the second time. I don't know the, why uh, he had two copies of the same book. Yeah. <laughs> or he's just trying to really illustrate that he's like the Wolf of Wall Street he, in the AFL trade circles. I don't know. It was pretty funny. He seems like a real character. He's a cowboy. Yeah. He he does. And um, who's the guy who he works with? He used to play... Yeah, uh, Andrew McDougal. Andrew McDougal seems like... Yeah. They seem like a really good marriage. Yeah, yeah. You got like the it's the grasshopper and the yeah. You know, What's the, the sensei? Sensei and the grasshopper. Yeah, yeah. Take a stone from my hand. You've um, got the he's a real you know yeah. charismatic sort of laid back dude, yeah. and then you've got your McDougal's a bit of a yeah. You've got yeah. You've got your heavy hitter to just like press. Yeah. It's like break glass in case of emergency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah, you're right. That relationship is quite good. Yeah, I, I mean, I came out came out of that watching it. And going, yeah. Look, um, Colin Young's obviously a bit of a, a, I wouldn't say a maverick or a renegade in terms of player agents. No, I don't think you can be in that world. But no, you can't because I feel like that's 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 a uh, that's how you know you player agents are for yeah, the yeah. most part in America and all this. Yeah, I found I came away from it thinking about like Fremantle and the way they dealt with it. There's clearly mm. issues there. Yeah, there is for and sure. You hear, like, you talk about Jacob Hopper being good. Um, I was really impressed with Griffin Logue. Yeah, well, Griffin Logue... He, do, he does a lot of media and podcast stuff already. Okay, right. He he was not speaking well of Frio. No, no, he was... And Rory Lobb, obviously, he, he was a little bit more... You can understand Rory Lobb. Why. He was yeah. a little bit angry with it, but, yeah, yeah, they, you're right. They, they did not speak well. Yeah, and I'm very aware of the fact that what we saw is one side. Mm, absolutely. But... It, it to me it does seem like Fremantle's sick of dealing with Colin Young. Yeah, which is a, a problem for them because Colin Young's a Perth he's based, based in WA, Perth based <laughs> manager, and he's got some of the biggest names at yeah. West Coast and Freo. And if you think about 
if you think about the, the actual deals in terms of what he's been able to probably put through, mm. he's going to keep getting he's going to keep getting a lot of the young elite talent in WA. Yeah, yeah. And that's who they want to draft. Yeah, exactly. So he's, they're, gonna, they're going to have to deal with him. Yeah. So that, that, I really I really enjoy it. I really enjoyed it. And I that was my one my one takeaway. I was like, Peter Bell, Peter Bell and Fremantle do not come off good here. No, it, it, as you say, though, it is one side. But, yeah, interesting. Yep. And then the last one, the OG, as I mentioned earlier, Drive to Survive, season five. Yep. Um, I think their ability to create drama is still the the best in the business. Uh, uh, I think so. You know, uh, I'd, look, there's already enough drama in their fund, but their yeah. their ability to amplify it and manufacture add, it, manufacture yeah. it, add some GST and some mayo to it. Oh, do they ever? Um, is great. And I think the the thing that they do really well is is their um, use of scripted commentary. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd call it the performative script writing, if you will. Do you know mm-hmm. that they don't? You could be watching a race, and they say this is uh, this is at Imola, and the audio that you get is not for that race. No, absolutely, they, they chop and change it. But I, yeah. I, and I also reckon they re-record for sure. Well, they they do because yeah. um, one of the one of the guys who he does that. I can mm. I can if we watch an episode. I can point it out to you. Yeah, I, yeah, I, he's, you can you probably know. Yeah, that's what I mean. But it, but for the lay fan who wouldn't know, I think they would know that it helps. It's ah, oh, it absolutely. It basically replaces a narrator. Yeah. So they're using they're using as I said scripted commentary to get them from A yeah. to B to add that drama. Yeah, because it's cause very it's, well done. Yeah, and, like, and Full Swing did it a bit as well. Yeah, but these guys do it. Yeah, because like they do that, you know, when they're talking about McLaren, uh, yeah. sorry, McLaren and like Ricardo struggling, and then you know they get that the the fake the fake commentator guy, and they go, look, there's there's McLaren struggling yeah. again, Ricardo. Like, yeah, commentators would just never no, really of course say not. that. But, but yeah, that's what I mean. It's performative script writing. It's great. It's, it's very clever the way they do it. It's annoying to people like me and yeah, like full hard. Well, I can sort of tell. No, but I yeah, even I can. I'm not a fanatic, but even I can tell it's a, but. For the lay fan, yeah, it's great. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like uh, you know, a dog fight between the twelfth and thirteenth place driver. Just no one ever commentates on that. But, yeah, ex- exactly. But, but in that in that show, they do. But yeah, um, yeah. And, and look, they've just got so well established characters now. Like mm-hmm. you know, the driver principles are char- like main yeah. main characters. You know, the the Christian Horner versus yeah, the Christian Toto Horner Wolf versus the world versus the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, Gunter so, Steiner, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a, a class yeah, he's clown. A, he's a class clown cult figure. Yeah, um, and the, yeah, it's just you know the fact they got Max on board a little bit, but he was there in parts. Um, I'm starting to really like Max Verstappen. He's just a competitor. He just is. Yeah, and that's all. And he, I, he just wants to race and win. That's all he does. That's, that's all he wants. And that's all he wants. You else. know what? Like he's young. Yeah. So look, it's the OG for a reason. It's. Um, it's great to watch. If you haven't watched it, season five, get amongst it. Yeah, season four. Season season four was a hard watch. Yeah, yeah, the mayo, it wasn't quite there. It was a mayo. Well, that, I think when nothing really happens on the track, it's hard to yeah. manifest drama. But when there's actual drama on the track, that's when they come into their own. Yeah, they you know. they definitely they definitely listened, I guess, to the OG fans. You could say, yeah, and pulled back on that yeah, mayo okay. a bit. Yeah, yeah, uh, and season five was really good. There was one bit, I don't know if you saw it, it was one bit when um, Toto was going off his head and um, Christian Horner's like, 
Are you are you doing this for the cameras? Or are you yeah, really he's doing like, this? He's like, is this real? Is this, are you doing this for the camera? Or are you really saying yeah. this to us? You yeah, know? He's, yeah, he's like, fix your fucking car. Yeah. It's like simple as that. <laughs> yeah, it's like Toto's like threatening everyone. He's yeah, like, he's if like, one of these cars car. goes into the wall. But that that's the thing is like, because Toto is such a competitor. Yeah. Right? We're, we're talking about a guy who's actually just ended up on Forbes billionaires list. Yeah. We're talking about a guy who's who's won everything in the sport and then all of a sudden he's had it snatched away. Yeah, a little bit of, yeah. And he's like, I know what I need to do to get this car competitive, but it's making it unsafe. Yeah. and But he's still like, he's yeah. like, he's you like, better. Why is your car not? Yeah, he's like, why is yours not doing it? Yeah. And he's like, fix your fucking car. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah, great. So, it, it is. My yeah. favourite part about that whole, that's one of the most, the biggest scenes in the that season. Yeah. Is Gunter again? Like I went and I went and listened to him speak on the Friday, and he's he's absolutely brilliant. He him like getting there or not getting there late, like talking while the president yeah. of the FIA, FIA or Formula One is trying to yeah. he's trying to talk, and he's like he's joking around. He's like, "Sorry, headmaster." Yeah, like just. This is a grown man. Yeah, <laughs> this is a serious meeting. He really is the class clown. He really yeah. is. But, but it's that. But a, a team like Haas absolutely need a team principal. Oh. They need a salesman. They need. He does everything. They need. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. doing a lot of heavy lifting in terms of getting sponsorships on board and keeping sponsorships. Yeah, so. him and him and Ricardo would have been such a great. Oh, marriage. that's a, such a shame that Ricardo didn't go there. Yeah, that would have been such a great marriage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love I love the season. I, I love watching it, despite the yeah. Like, it, it's, it's like anything; you got to take take it for you, you what gotta, it is. Yeah, you got to take your fanatical glasses off it yeah. and just say, "Look, oh, this is entertainment pri- primarily." Yeah, it's not a true blow by blow documentary. On no, no, and the I mean, we're not going to get into it. But the ten- tennis also had one. Um, yeah, I haven't watched it. Uh, I heard it it's was, not great. It's season two. I'm uh, sorry, part. Two's coming, so I wonder. Yeah. I wonder whether they're going to readdress some of their issues. I, I hope so. I, I fell asleep watching one episode. Yeah. You know, like there was there was a small part of it that I enjoyed. Like Taylor Fritz, he was a Californian kid growing up, and one at Indian Wells. Yeah. Um, and you know, one and had a, an ankle issue that before the final, and was going to pull out, and was basically. I'm pretty sure it was an ankle issue. Don't quote me on it, but you know, pretty much the. The doctor, the doctor's like, mate, you cannot play. He goes, if you play here, you are really risking. But this is a tournament he went to as a kid. Yeah. Um, they, you know, they, I don't know, give him a shot or something, and fully risked quite a lot yeah. to, to play in this final. End up winning. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, it's courageous. Um, yeah, to see that what, you know. What, Some, they, what, what they have to sacrifice what they, what they what risk. they're potentially sacrificing or risking um, yeah. outside of that it was um, you know you can love it or leave it I left it yeah that's fair yeah so alright well um, yeah I thought worth a, worth a chat and if you haven't a, watched them definitely uh, definitely give you a, yeah, worth the time yeah worth the time and if you disagree with what we say DM um, DM Tim don't DM stop DMing me yeah hit my DMs please hit your DMs but that's, that's a that's been a good one, a long one. Yeah, well, should we tease what we're going to talk? So next ep, yes, we are going to look at. We're going to basically become list manager of the new Tasmanian Football yeah. League, the twentieth, the twentieth. Sorry, the nineteenth. The nineteenth. We've stepped ahead. The twentieth <laughs> is. Uh, oh, the twentieth will be one that you've proposed. Uh, yeah, over awesome. in uh, WA. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> do we do we do we tease that as well? Yeah, let's tease that. So first of all, we're gonna all right. Basically, the AFL has said to us, you can pick five players to start the new yep. Tasmanian team. Who are you picking? And we and and we're gonna do it by line. So you can pick one forward, mm-hmm. one midfielder, yep, one backman. One Ruckman, and a, we'll call it a wild card slash utility slash just can give us whatever. your next best player that you want. Yeah, can be whatever you want. Yep. So that's what we'll be doing next episode. We'll be studying hard, mm, looking just. It's it's interesting because you know do you do you choose for now? Do you choose for future? Well, do you a, do a bit of that's both? The thing is like I think I think I've I've changed a bunch of mine already. Mm, yeah, same. Uh, and I think one of mine is going to will genuinely like shock you. Oh, I'd like to be shocked. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, there are no Port Adelaide players, so don't worry about that. Okay, well, there there might be a Collingwood player. Yeah, um, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, and also, we're, we're talking about um, the other thing we're going to talk about next episode. A little teaser is what would live footy <laughs> look like? This is I had too much fun with this. I yeah. clearly had a day off <laughs> and was just stuck in my own head and I thought yeah. this is a good idea to share to the world. Yeah, no, it's good. So live footy, what would it look like? How yeah. would it how would it um operate and where would it operate yeah. from? And I've already worked it out. Yeah, so look forward to that. Yeah. Uh yeah, that should be good to good to dive in. I love diving into that stuff. Yeah, it's good fun. Yeah. Uh but yeah, anything else you wanted to no, look, uh, thanks to everyone for listening and, and yep. watching, of course, on the tube. Uh, like and subscribe, as we, as we said earlier. Yep. But, um, yeah, apart from that, no, good stuff. Shop early. Always shop early. Speaking of floating on air, mm-hmm. my first buy is Mascots Trucking Kids. What? Full enough alert. My last sale is Chupa Chup Wrappers. <laughs> You're looking vibrant, relaxed, youthful. Thank you. Yes, I, I, um, I don't feel any of those things. But <laughs> neither do I. I don't look. Where, 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 where? Oh God, we've gone full nuffy. <laughs> <laughs>